Blog Talk Radio. General Quarters, Security Condition 3. Thank you. Security 3, sir. General Quarters 3, Intruder Alert. GQ 3, Intruder Alert. I want to be the one that says Security Condition 3, or Code 3, or whatever it is. I should know. I play this every week. Security Condition 3. I want to be the one that makes it happen. But it's always got to be the captain. But that's because he's the captain, so I can dig it. Hi, good evening, and welcome once again to Madam Perry's Salon. I am your hostess, your cruise director, your groove mistress, and sometimes your spiritual advisor, Madam Perry. And I welcome you once again here inside the genie bottle that is Madam Perry's Salon. I thank you so much for listening, for following Every time you somebody follows on Blog Talk Radio or Stitcher or Apple iTunes or whatever podcast platform you listen to, um, it helps me to continue to bring fantastic guests to the show that interests you. I hope they interest you. And you know what? If you like somebody specially or you like a certain show or you like this show, you know, if you're on Apple iTunes or Stitcher for the Madam Perry Salon page. Did you know you can give a review there? And that also helps me continue to bring cool guests to you like we've had and like we've got coming up. And also the fact that you listen, you follow, you subscribe, you download and share with friends uh, just makes the numbers um, incredibly uh, grow incredibly high and uh, and that also helps me sometimes I have sponsors on the show and that also helps keep it grooving and uh, it's all thanks to you so boy what about last night was anybody listening last night tonight is Tuesday November 20th Tuesday November 20th is tonight but last night on the 19th my guest was psychic medium hypnotist, healer, author, TV and radio host, Tony Green. And let me tell you, she was on about a year ago, and some people had asked about her. Was she ever coming back? When would she come back? So I sent her a message. She called me and said, yeah, I'd love to. When? So she came back last night and took calls, and it was a lively evening. If you missed it, go ahead and go back and revisit and uh Play it. You know, all my downloads, it's always free to subscribe and to download to Madame Perry Salon. Download any episodes or just subscribe, whatever. No charge, and I'm going to keep it that way. Um, because there were a couple of times, you know, a lot of people called in with concerns they had about things, and uh, some were people that she had read for before. And by the way, her, her um, website again is uh, T O N I, Tony, Tony G. Dot info. You can find out what's going on with her, where she is, and also if you want to book your own private appointment for her to read for you, you can do that too, or find out when her radio shows are on or her TV shows. So there were a couple of people that, sh- that she had already read for before that were guess, fans or followers of Tony's, but also some new people and some people that called back that had, she had read for when she was on Madame Perry's Salon last year. Uh, to to follow up with some things and to thank her for the um, information she had given. But um, one more thing was that there was a couple of instances where she did some clearing work for someone, uh, clearing some um, some blockages to. And I, as um, I don't have all of Tony's skills and knowledge, but she was uh, clearing. Uh, 
I guess, the field of energy around someone to allow good things to happen and to uh, make some bad things disperse, go away. And Tony had told me this before, a uh, night before when we were talking on the phone, but she also reminded me too um, yesterday that if you need some kind of clearing done, if you need some clearing done to help you figure out a situation, figure out what's going on, uh, determine how you're going to handle it, where you're going to go forward from it, or something negative around you that you need to get rid of, you can play that episode back. And in the, par- in the portions where she's doing some clearing work for a caller, you can listen to it and let it work for you as well. And people assured me this they've this has done uh, wonders for them before. Listening to clearings that Tony has done for other people on her on her radio show and TV show, and will do the same on when she was here in Madame Perry's salon. So, um, yeah, download it if you've got something. Listen to it, and if it sounds right to you, then just play that section back where she does or the sections where she does clearings, and let it work for you because that's one of the main things. Or the main thing I want to do here, I want to bring you entertainment, whether it's somebody you already like or maybe somebody that you didn't know about that you say, hey, I like that. I never knew about this writer or this scientist and their work or this musician and their music. I didn't know about them, but I like them. You know, it gives you like a a taste, a sample. I know lots of times I'm on the road and I listen to interviews that other people do on podcasts or radio, and I learn about some authors and musicians and people that I didn't know about before, uh, and then you know try to that I have to uh, make a note to check them out later, get their see them live if I can, or get their uh, information, their music, their books. And so I like to be able to provide the same thing to you, whether it's somebody you know, like when we had Lita Ford on, and I, I'm thinking we're going to have Lita back probably around the first of the year. Uh, sometime after January, and um, you know because she's been touring, uh, she, she's the queen of metal, the queen of shredding their guitar, and uh, she was one of our, our favorite guests. And um, so whether it's somebody that you already knew or somebody that you've never heard before that you get to know on the show, and I love it when people tell me um, either one. When when I meet people, they say, "Oh, you had one of my favorites on," or. I am so glad I got to know about so-and-so on your show. That is wonderful. That is part of what I do. And I just want to bring good things to you uh, because I appreciate the fact that you're there, you're listening to me, whether it's listening live or listening sometime later to a replay, that you're there, and I want to keep you entertained. Now, tonight, this happened started about three weeks ago. I, I used to, I used to every couple of months, do a show called The Unusual Suspects where I would have a group of people uh, that sometimes for people who were on the show once in a while, um, come on and talk. Usually we start off with a certain subject, and who knows what it would turn into. Uh, but two weeks ago, I had a show called that said, just you know, I don't have a guest book. Just call in and talk about whatever you want to talk about. And a couple of friends called in, uh, Marilyn Opitz. Um, she's the owner of Biba Girl Beauty, and she is so much fun. She's also an actress. And my friend, Alan Brassington, who's also he's the owner of a marketing firm and um, just a hilarious fellow. We've done a little comedy together ourselves and stand-up comedy um, at some clubs in, and actually in Asheville, North Carolina, and uh, in Charlotte. Uh, but anyway, and they were so much fun. We did it again the next week, in my uh, last, which was last Tuesday. My friend Peter G., who's a fantastic animator, called in. And it was just a party. So we decided just to keep it going. It's going to be Talk About It Tuesdays. Now, it's not always going to be Marilyn and Alan and Peter here. It's going to be whoever. It's you. It's you out there listening. And I put out some messages on social media for today and a couple of in yesterday saying, is there anything anybody really wants to talk about? Anything that's on everybody's mind you want me to bring up? Maybe it's um, how to keep the forks and knives on the table near the food at, at the holiday gathering. You don't want a family feud going on. Or is it um, 
something else? Is it something to do with um, holiday depressions or something that you're excited about that you want to talk about? Something new and exciting that's happened to you and you just got to tell somebody. You can do that too. I am happy to hear about it. I want your good news. Bring it on in here, and we'll all rejoice and be happy with you. Or if something's on your mind, you have questions, you have concerns, bring that in here, too, because sometimes um, other guests, you know, whatever it is you're feeling, we pretty much sometimes we'll think that we're alone, but we're not. We're really not alone. There's always somebody else feeling the same thing we are. And it's good to um, it's good to share. It's good to let people know. That, uh, yeah, I know where you are. I've been there. I know what you're talking about. And, yeah, I'm glad somebody understands how I feel because usually more people understand us than than we. The number, if you want to call, the number is 646-716-9922. That's 646-716-9922. Toll-free call in the continental U.S., says Blog Talk Radio. And, um or some people can Skype in, and the Skype address is Madam Jennifer Perry, and that's capital M, little m, little e, and then Jennifer and Perry with capital J and capital P. Or you can always, which a lot of people do, is just send me the message on Facebook because you can send it through Madam Perry Salon on the Messenger, or you can send it through Jennifer Modette Perry on the Messenger. Either way, what you can do is just let me know that you have a question, because maybe you don't feel like calling, maybe it's kind of quiet, maybe you're at the day job and you don't want to be on the phone. I understand, but you can message in your question or your comment, and we can make sure it is heard and shared, and uh, that's what I'm going to do for you. Now, while you think about, because I know that there's people out there, listen, there's my friend Kenya, there's Joy, there's Mimi, there's um, Alex, um, there's Nick, there's a lot of people out there. I think Kristen's out there, Susan. Um, Jody's out there. There's a lot of people out there who are listening, and uh, maybe they don't want to be the first caller, although some do. But here's the thing. Whatever it is you want to talk about, get your idea, get ready to call. And right now, though, I'm going to play a little music for you because a couple of weeks ago I had a guest, Rye Bradley, a country singer, fantastic voice he's got a he's got a knockout band he's uh he's absolutely gorgeous too but he's a great songwriter performer uh he was talking about his recent trip to he's out in LA but he had gone recently to Norway a few months ago and did a school of rock type of uh camp for teenagers there and then the kids the teenage bands got to open, uh, do some songs for hit before his band did a concert there, which I think was just fantastic. Also on his CD, his newest CD, he's got a song called The Next Aldine Show, which refers to Jason Aldine, who, as we know, was playing the night of the uh, horrific shooting, mass shooting in Las Vegas. And last year, and what he's doing is anyone who purchases the song, The Next Aldine Show, all the proceeds go to uh, funds to help to aid the victims of the Las Vegas shooting. So whether they need medical help or whatever it is that they need, it goes to help them. So you can go to his website, Rye Bradley, that's R-Y-B-R-A-D-L-E-Y dot com, and learn all about it and hear him. And I think I'm going to play one of Rye Bradley's songs. This is not the... Um, this is not the next Al Dean show. This is um, another one. Or do I have that one? No, I don't have that one up to play. But I'm going to play another song by Rye Bradley and his band. And it's called Hard Not to Feel. I never will forget you had me spinning like a record soaking up that summer sky. Laying on a blanket, screaming on the airwaves, laughing in the low beam lights. Maybe it's hard not to feel like what we got together could turn into forever. How you're glowing like a shooting star, shining on this moment with your head against my shoulder, lost in each other's arms. Maybe it's hard not to feel like you're the one I wanna come home to, like you're the girl who makes it all worth waking up to. 
about Fisdale being the Knicks' new coach. What's your uh, thoughts on that? Well, well, I'll I tell you right now, Ernie, it don't matter who's going to coach this team. They don't got no talent on they it. And I don't, I don't really feel I talk That's as true. Hard. I don't feel I talk about the Knicks right Do now. Do talk about lunch? No. <laughs> what would you like to talk about, Chuck? See, Ernie, I've been listening to a podcast called Madam Perry Salon. And I think Jennifer Perry... She's a great host. I mean, she got all those bestseller authors, roster, all the dip comedians. What about people we that could, don't have rings? Here we go. Again. I got Real funny. Uh, Real funny. Uh, but I think she's great, and I think people would love her show. She got a great laugh. She make The laugh come out of nowhere, like an eagle come in there and just steal the whole show. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's not terrible. Not terrible. See, sometimes that that's the best thing. That's the most wonderful thing. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Charles Barkley. I appreciate that. So once again, here we are. Me, Madam Perry Salon. I'm here giving you love. I just played, in case you just tuned in, I just played Hard Not to Feel by Rye Bradley. And uh, love, love, love his, his music. And uh, it's the kind of music that makes you feel good. You know, some people get excited going into holidays. Some people are just kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't want to. Um, maybe they dread certain things. Maybe there's some family issues going on where there's differences of opinion or some things people haven't worked out yet. Sometimes politics makes a big deal or sometimes if there's some illnesses or whatever or different tragedies, uh, people go into the holidays with a lot of different feelings. And then, of course, there are some people that just get all excited, and that's great, too. And, hey, if you're one of those people, call and tell me about that. I'd like to hear about some um, folks and families that just have a good time. Uh, You know, some families have uh, certain games that they play. You know what? I've got a friend. Well, actually, I won't. I'm not going to name her here because I don't know if she wants it. This is for for publication. But 
I love her family stories because they're they're spread out all over the country that her family is. It's a fairly big family. But when they get together for holidays like Thanksgiving or Christmas or something in the summer, they have all these games that they play and one of them is and this is when all the when the grandkids were probably like uh young kids and some were just barely into their adolescence. They would have a thing they would call the well, it'd be like American Idol, but it would be named after the city that they were in for the holiday. And um, so different kids would get up there and do their act for their version of American Idol. And not only would some of the aunts and uncles be judges, but they would have to be characters. Like one would have to be Simon Cowell or um, uh, Paula Abdul or someone like that, one of the judges. And I thought, you know... I've never seen it. I don't know. Never heard these kids perform or any kind of thing. But just the idea that a family, a big family gets together for the holidays and does something like this for fun to entertain themselves. You know, one thing I like is a person that can entertain themselves. One thing I don't like is when somebody just sits around and says, I'm bored. I'm bored. Well, you know, if you're bored, do something, you know. Do something. Find something that interests you. Make something happen. Of course, I can always read a book, and I'm happy because I'm in another world. But the fact that they just got together and played games, and that wasn't the only one, but uh, but just the idol. I mean, I don't remember the city, but just imagine if it was something like, um, say you lived in, well, there's a town called, uh, <laughs> there's a town called Bat Cave in North Carolina near Asheville. So imagine if you lived in Bat Cave and you met up there and you had called it Bat Cave Idol, and the whole family played. Um, I just thought that was just, just wonderful and just so cool. So if your family has a, a fun tradition like that or something fun that you do, yeah, call and tell us about that. I'd love to hear it. Uh, but anything else that's on your mind? So uh, are you traveling right now? Are you going to the airport? Uh, are you... Doing something different? Are you just going to go off on a cruise? Just just talk to me about it. Tell me what's going on. Tell me what you look forward to. What's the best part? What um, best memories of holidays? Or if you don't want to talk about that, just call and talk about, tell me what is on your mind. And I think I'm going to play some more music. And you know what? I think I'm going to play something by, let's see, just played Rye Bradley. And I feel like I should play something by... One of my gal pals that I haven't played in a long time. And her name is Sasha Vallely. If I can find her song, let's see. Let me look over here. Um, <laughs> I see Daryl Rhodes' song, I Got the Devil in My Pants. I might have to wait for just a little bit on that one. <laughs> but, um, okay. Here's... <laughs> And now I'm looking for Sasha again, too. Okay, Sasha Pillay, this is with her band called the Midnight Larks. It's called Loser.
I love Sasha Valeli. And uh, the song was actually, I was reading it wrong. It was Loner, not Loser. Loner. I need bigger. I need to expand my screen here so I can read it. Uh, Sasha Valeli, but that's with her group, uh, Midnight Larks. And she's a British gal who came to the States. And um, actually, when Lita Ford was on, Sasha called in and talked to her. And they were both had the same thing. They were both born in England, came to the States, girl guitarist. Uh, very cool. Uh, but Sasha's also a great person as well as talented. So, so what's on your mind? Here we are. I've got about 30 more minutes. What is on? What's going on with you this weekend? Uh, this is Tuesday, November 20th. And day after tomorrow is Thanksgiving holiday. A lot of families travel to get together, um, eat, watch football, spend time together. Uh, maybe sometimes families have to split up. I know my husband and I will spend Thanksgiving with maybe his family, uh, Christmas with mine. We have to divide up every year. What do you do? What is your tradition? Just uh, feel free to call and tell me what it is that you do and uh, yeah, what you enjoy. Uh, still autumn, not quite, not quite winter. How about my song by my friend Ray D'Africo, Autumn Song?
All right, that was Autumn Song by Ray D'Africo. And from his uh, latest CD, Tunnel Visions, Ray's been on here for a while as a guest and as a co-host. And uh, he's quite an interesting fellow, one of the nicest people ever meet, too. So this is, um, as I said, this is Talk About It Tuesday at Madam Perry Salon. So if you've got something you want to talk about, call. You can message it to me on on, um, Facebook, or you can call 646-716-9922. It's a toll-free call in the U.S., I believe. I have a phone call. We have a caller in here from way out on the West Coast, and come on here into Madam Perry Salon. Hi. Hey, how you doing? Hi, how are you guys? Good, good. This is my friend Sherry. This is Sherry. I am delighted how to talk you to you. Doing all right. So what are you doing tonight? Are you cooking? Oh, um, actually, I've been working on one of our radio plays that is going to be the Rockstone season and my new novel and a bunch of other stuff <laughs> and interviews. <laughs> <laughs> you are the busiest woman I know. This is my friend Sherry Rabinowitz, and she has. Uh, I first met her because she has this podcast called um, Chatting with Sherry, and she has phenomenal guests. Um, I, I look up to Sherry, and I learn a lot from her. And she's also, uh, um, what are you, author, uh, screenwriter, um, actress, fascinating gal. So I'm so glad you've joined me. If you, you probably. More people know you than know me, but if you don't know Sherry, you need to. You need to pay attention as you got a new scream, a new play coming up. Um, but tell me, what do you, what do you, do you have certain family um, habits or, or things that you normally do for Thanksgiving? Well, it's sort of different now because um, our parents passed away, so it's mm-hmm. just me and my brother and. The thing I'm looking most forward to is his uh, candied yams. He makes really good ones. <laughs> now, who makes those? Your brother or you? My brother. Oh, he's a oh, okay. A brother that yeah, can cook. Really That's good. a useful thing. <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's actually quite the chef. <laughs> Now is this a is this some a uh, recipe he created or found or is this an old family recipe? I think it's based on something my mom taught him. Mhm. Yeah. Okay. Cuz he was I wasn't the one who hung around the kitchen my brother was. He was very <laughs> uh, into cooking and uh he uh that's how I met how he makes his really good. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's interesting. Yeah, some it's interesting when when guys have a uh, an aptitude for cooking. You know, it's just like watch out. This is serious business. Not that it's not serious when we women cook, but that. Um, yeah, I don't know if you heard. I was talking earlier about a friend of mine who uh, her family would get gets together for holidays and they would like reenact um, American Idol with adults playing different part judges and the and the kids performing and I always thought that was so much fun. I always look forward to hearing about that when they travel. Did your family um when your parents were alive and, I, and and I'm sorry your parents have passed on. I know that makes every holiday uh more more difficult, but because uh, you think of you know, the people that that you you miss, your family that you miss, your parents. But did your family um have certain traditions that you always looked forward to as a kid? When I was a kid, uh, it, the best cooks were my grandma and my mom. And uh, especially, well, when the family got together, um, my mother made the best stuffing. Grandma mm. made um, what's called kugels. It's a Jewish dish. Really good. Very mm. um, fattening, but delicious. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, mm. uh, like, I mean, really, all I remember, I just have this memory, this weird memory of, um, I think it was Thanksgiving, and the whole family was together, and everybody was talking at the same time, which just happened in our family, and 
my brother and I sitting on the couch kind of looking at each other like, what are we doing here? <laughs> Why? Why did you feel that way? Was this because all those grown-up talk all around you just kind of like the teachers and, and Charlie Brown? Well, it wasn't even that. It was that I don't even know how they understood what each other was. Everybody was talking at the exact same time. They were all talking <laughs> different conversations, but all at the same time. And couldn't, I don't know how they even heard anybody. <laughs> That's funny. Well, did the uh, now did the adults in your family? Um, do they also do they talk in Yiddish as well? Well, they, my family knew uh, my my grandparents spoke uh, English, Romanian, Russian, German, uh, and Yiddish. Uh, my mom understood Romanian. She spoke a little. Yeah, she understood Yiddish, but she uh, uh, spoke a little Yiddish. My um, Dad didn't speak anything other than English. My brother and I both learned Yiddish because that was the best defense against when my mom and my grandma started talking about us because they always <laughs> spoke about us in Yiddish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. We do Something, you know, oh, they're talking about you now. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, Whitney, you know, my, my dad had about, I don't know, eight or nine brothers and sisters. But one of his brothers, Jimmy, his wife was Mexican. And, you know, although she spoke English around all of us, when her family, her mom and her family would come to visit them. And for a while, when I was a kid, they, they lived near us, although uh, you know, we lived in part of Atlanta that most of the other family never would have would have moved to. They were from, uh, you know, from a more rural area. But I remember that uh, my dad, uh, Uncle Jimmy would come over and tell my dad, says, oh, you know, Jane's family's here. I know they're talking about me because they would only, because, you know, they didn't, her, her mom didn't speak English. Or maybe they did. I don't know. But they only spoke Mexican in front of his. He goes, damn it, I know they're talking about me. <laughs> I know it's not good. So, well, <laughs> well you, you ought to get back and do something nice and give them a reason to talk good about you then, you know, or, or whatever. But I just thought it was so funny. Well, just and I always thought it was interesting. Uh, my mom, when she was young, they she said that they all talked Romanian, but I think she said that she thought that they picked up on the fact that the kids all understood. So that's when they switched to Yiddish. Ah, <laughs> oh. it, was, it was strategic. <laughs> but what a rich cultural heritage okay so when you guys start picking up other languages and they go oh my gosh now we got now we got to speak in russian or something you know now we got to speak in in romanian it's sort of like they don't realize that they're um that they're they're making you all multilingual <laughs> because kids learn so fast and two you want to know what kids want to know what's going on and kids usually do know what's going on yeah Even when parents Talk, when adults talk in code. Yeah, I mean, it's better than pig Latin, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> That's so funny. Did did your parents come from big families? Um, well, my, grandparent, my grandmother uh, came from a big family. My mom had to, uh, has, they're still around, um, two brothers. My dad was an only child. Oh, okay. So they didn't, yeah. Um, yeah, because I think I said, like I said, my dad had, I don't know, eight or nine, could have been ten brothers and sisters. And um, my mother only had two brothers, but her mother had about, I think, eight brothers and sisters, you know, because like big yeah, families. My, my grandma had one, two, three, four, five. Five siblings. Four were boys and one was a girl, my Aunt Tricia. And oh. then 
um, my grandpa, I don't think he came, as I remember right, he had, uh, well, for us, it was a big family, I guess. It was two brothers and a sister. There's two sisters and a brother. Something like that. My brain is not <laughs> awake today. <laughs> Well, now we're we're both your parents from you know have the um the roots in Romania. No, um, mom's side was pure Romanian, both sides of the family. My dad, um, father's side was um, Russian and Polish, and my dad's mom's side was German. Oh, okay. So basically, I'm a mutt. <laughs> <laughs> just, just makes you even more lovable. <laughs> Actually, we all are. But <laughs> I have Romanian, Russian, Polish, and German. I probably will fight with myself. Oh, that's funny. Yes, <laughs> you know. Sometimes our friend Peter G calls in. He's always he's uh, po- he's got Polish. Um, I don't know which side of the family it's on. Could be both of his, but he always has has funny jokes like that. I can't remember. If I could, I couldn't tell him as good as he does anyway. But um, yeah, it's interesting. I'd be I'd be curious. Have you ever? Um, well, you probably you don't need to do a family. You've got the family genealogy. Your family's giving you the history and the family tree. Mm-hmm. Well, so. it's interesting because um, everybody is always asking, do you know this person and that person with the last name Rabinowitz? But my father, mother and father, got divorced. very unusual during the Depression. But that's what happened. So I really, I don't know anybody on my dad's side of the family. Hmm. So, you know, if someone's a Rabinowitz, I have no idea if they're related to them. No. <laughs> Okay. Oh, listen. By the way, I had a, I, I, earlier I played a song by Sasha Vallely, and um, let's see, um, called "Loner." It was, and so she was uh, thanking me for playing it. So I'm going to tell her, Sasha, you need. I'm going to message her back on Facebook. You need to send me more music. Ooh. I like I there- like gal rockers, don't you? I heard you play Ray's song. That was a good one. Oh, Ray Daffrico. Yeah, yeah. He's been on your show chatting with Sherry, hasn't he? Yeah, he was a delight. We had a good time. He, he is. He is just an absolute sweetheart. He's so fun. You know, I've I've done some work for him as a publicist, and it's like that doesn't matter where I send him. I know he's going to do, he's going to fit in. He's going to find the groove and fit in. I know. And, it's, it's interesting because... Um, I love music, but I'm not an intellectual about music. I, I, I know basic stuff, but it, when you talk to some musicians like Gray, they make you understand. Well, they don't make you. It, it, they help you to understand uh, what they're talking about in a way that is open for anybody, even if you're not into music. But they, and that's a talent, and just to be proud mm-hmm. of it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I've also said, you know, if you want to call in and talk with me um, tonight, I'll talk about it Tuesday. The number is 646-716-9922. Or if you're busy, if you've got your hands in the in the, in the the stuffing or the turkey or something going on or you're at a day job and can't call and you want to message me a question or comment, that's a good thing, too. And I've got a comment here from... Uh, a friend of mine who's cooking and a listener. And this is somebody you know, too, my friend, my uh, Kenya, who um, used to have a pod, couple of podcasts, and she's going to be coming back strong with one next year. Uh, she says, but she messaged this to me, and she said, I'm enjoying the show. I love the holidays every year. She does love holidays. She said, especially Thanksgiving and Christmas, I'm carrying on the family tradition with the other women in the family by cooking our way into Thanksgiving. <laughs> she says Southern women through and through. Even the younger even the younger ones are cooking now. My nieces and my daughter all cook and it's bonding time. Yeah, that's true. We're definitely missing having my mom here in the States because her parents retired um out of the country. 
She goes, she was the best cook in the world. Well, then she says, well, our little world, LOL. But I wanted to wish all of your listeners a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And I'm making cheesecakes right now. Oh, Lord, I may have to get in the car pretty quick and head over there. So I'll get back to it. Great show. And please, oh, she says, great show, BFF. She's my BFF. She says, tell Sherry I said hi, and it's great to hear her family stories. All right. Thank you, Kenya. Thank you. That's sweet of her. Hi. And it's- <laughs> hey, Kenya, save some pie for me. She's a great cook. Sounds like it. Yeah. I love I love that um, there's so many people with cooking stories. I'm not one of them. I'm not a cook. But I do find it fascinating. <laughs> well, you know, the way I grew up, yeah, we had to, you know, I cooked. Because I was the only daughter, so I had to learn to cook. And my mother is a great cook. But, um, you know, I can cook. However, with me, I don't want to have to do it all the time. You know, I love getting new recipes. I love trying new dishes. Um, I don't know if they have Publix grocery stores in your area, but Publix has these things where they – set up this little, they got this little stand permanently set up in the store, and they'll have these recipes that they'll make. And when they do, they hand out, they'll make it right there so you can watch them. They hand out, so you know, you can come by and get a sample. They've got the recipe card there, and then to the left of where they're making it, they've got every ingredient you need to make the dishes, so you can just get them all right there instead of having to go around the store and try to reverse engineer the recipe. You've got to, uh, everything is right there. And um, that's such a treat for me. It's like, how often do you get a chance to sample a recipe and then go, oh, that's good. I can make that. And everything is right there, the instructions, and everything is right there in the case you go to to grab and put in your cart. And I found some great recipes that way. But I don't, I I wouldn't like to have to cook every single day. So I, I, just, cook a lot, I, put it I think it's really interesting. Uh, I think you're, I, I, I'm sure you're, I, I'd love to taste your food, but you're a little far. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to come out there one day and cook for you. I keep threatening okay. and you know I will. Yeah, every once in a while she says, I'm going to come out there, Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> You can see this is how long I have known Sherry. Is that she can she can call me on stuff like that, and it's like, all right, okay, I got you, I got you. I'm making a note. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna make it happen. When she can say, yeah, I keep hearing that, but uh, <laughs> when I get I love frequent you, fireball, uh-huh. <laughs> and because t- Sherry will call me on it, but she teases me with love, and I like I like I do her. So yeah, <laughs> I'll get out. <laughs> yeah, I'm the kind that would rather make up a whole big batch of stuff and then put most of it in the fridge or the freezer so that way it's always ready so I don't have to do it every single day. You know, because uh and especially if I, you know, for someone like you, I mean, you're you you've got podcast, uh you're you're an extremely prolific writer and you write in in uh, uh multi-genres and you you script and cast and produce these radio and plays and act. And act. And act. <laughs> you know, and you've been a professional actress for a long time, you know, because people don't realize they could, um, I mean, you could easily turn on the television, see an you know, episode of Golden Girls or whatever, and see Sherry, Rabinowitz, in there. Uh, you never know where she's going to show up, but you also act. So, yeah, somebody like you, you really wouldn't have time to do a lot of cooking. I wouldn't and I'm think just so. not good at it. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. Well, tell me while you're here, because um, and while I've got a few minutes left, tell me about your um, your newest uh, screenplay and how people can find out about your books. Well, it's it's a radio play. Um, mm-hmm. That I didn't write it. This one is written by Mary D. Brooks. It's called Mabel. Um, it is about a World War One nurse, but she's living in. She's eighty years old now. She's living in the. Um, I think it's the fifties, if I remember right. 
and um, she's uh, she's an, she's an older woman, and she's sort of having to deal with young refugees from World War. II. And uh, she's looking through a bit of a fracas with one of the refugees. And this radio play is actually a continuation from the radio play I started my season with, which was called Zoe's Promise, and it's a prequel. So um, it's, it takes place before Zoe's Promise. And it's really a cool play. I'm, uh, believe it or not, I'm going to be playing 80-year-old Mabel. Um, <laughs> <laughs> This should be interesting. <laughs> yeah, really. By request, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and I, yeah, and I'm producing it and I'm directing it, but I did not write it. I am. Um, that was Mary. Um, and um, our last radio play called Never Again by uh, R.M. Alexander did really well. Um, our downloads was at like 57,000 last time I checked, so we're pretty proud of it. Wow. Fantastic. That is, that is magnificent. Yeah. And, um, and I have the chatty coming up this year, which is, um, you remember what the chatty is, right? <laughs> the chatty is my the award that you My little award, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I have some amazing shows that are up for the chatty. Um, huge, huge downloads and um, live listens. There's going to be two awards. Um, and I am working on the first book of a series. I have to do some restructuring. I thought it was going to come out this month, but it probably won't come out until maybe January. And... Uh, I'm taking a little break because Mabel will be the last play, and I am going to work really hard because I have, like, three books I'm working on, and I haven't finished any of them. Well, you know, (laughs) I've got (laughs) – I'm just amazed. I really am at at all you do. But then again, um, you probably have much better – time management skills than I do. And by the way, folks, I'm also posting on my social media. Uh, right now I've just posted um, Sherry Sherry's Goodreads page on my Twitter, and now I just posted her Patreon page link on Twitter. Thank you. You are very welcome, honey. I don't see how... Though I'm really not sure how you do how you choose the uh, Chatty Award because you have some extremely high-profile guests on there. Uh, you've got you've had uh, Anthony Sharp from the TV show uh, Miss Fisher Murder Mysteries, and also his wife Julie Sharp, who's a fantastic performer herself and comedian. Um, you have um, oh, Hudson Leak from Xena. Warrior Princess, yep. and she's a good friend of yours. I mean, she's on there a lot. Yeah, she's and, a cool. She she actually came my first season. The people who came on my first season, you know, they're friends because <laughs> they didn't know who I was, and, and <laughs> other people. <laughs> <laughs> really, that's you know that's how I feel. There are times when still when I'll reach out to somebody, I'll think I'll get ready to, you know reach out to somebody that I think is a big fish that I'm excited about booking. And then when they say yes, I'm, you know, I'm saying, thinking, really? Are, are you sure? I, I, I just, you, you wonder, too, uh, whether it's it's really weird, okay? Um, anybody, anybody can do a blog talk show, okay? Anybody. And mm-hmm. uh, it, it's, it's not easy, especially building an audience. Um, I've been doing it six years. How long? Three years, Jen? I think about three years. Yeah, three years, and it's it, it it's a very slow process to build your platform. Um, my first year, and I I think you may agree with me. I have no idea what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just was all I wanted to do was help my fellow authors. That's how it started. Mm-hmm. Oh really? And then I, yeah, and then I had friends 
that were in the business, so I invited them. And so I, instead of authors, I made it anybody who's creative. And that's how my momentum started. <laughs> oh, okay. But you also, though, you you had some experience in show business. Now, I had a TV show in Atlanta back in the late 90s, um, more like late 80s, early 90s. But that was different. You know, I had a crew around me. I used to have guests and somebody throwing me like, But when you're behind that microphone and sometimes you're just by yourself and, and maybe the guest hasn't shown up yet and uh, just talking, that, that was a little odd for me because, you know, I'd rather hear what you've got to say than me keep on talking. So, that is and this one, one of my biggest fears is to be all alone. I don't want to be all alone. <laughs> I have no desire to just talk about myself. <laughs> but, it, yeah, me either. It's like, you know, I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about me. But um, interesting. Well, you know, I'm going to, <clears throat> again, let's see, we just, we're, we're about to wind up our time here. Sherry, thank you so very much. Thank you to Kenya for messaging in to us tonight. And thanks to uh, Sasha Vallely, Ray Daffrico, and Rye Bradley for, uh, for some music, for the music they shared that I could play. And uh, Sherry Rabinowitz, um, you've been such a – let me tell you, doing a podcast is a lot more work than people think. And I really learned a lot for you, and you've been very generous to share with me. Um setting by example or, you know, sh- sharing information or, or showing me how to, and I really appreciate it. And uh, Aww, so I'm going to keep on sh- oh, going to, uh, yeah, you're my, you're my, you're my Jewish sister out there. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know if you know Marlene Barr. Um, no. If, if you don't, because she was on the show not a couple months ago and she's in New York Jewish and she goes, you know, she she says Jennifer, Jennifer, this is Marlene. I go, see. <laughs> so I tell people, I say she's my Jewish sister. We sound just alike, can't you tell? You know, she's just there's just a little slight difference there, but she's a lot of fun. You would like her a lot. But um, anyway, I'll be sharing information on Sherry's books and uh, and her radio plays on all of my social media, and get over to chatting with Sherry. And now it's time to say. What I always say at the end of every show, and that is, everybody's got to swing. I love you, and I love you too, Sherry. I have to say it every day.